0: Wondering about the mysterious video chronicler from the night before, and whether the two of them would ever meet, Judson realized the elevator had not yet arrived. He saw that the floor indicator for the car was on the number one, the lobby, but the doors had not opened. Perplexed, he realized that the call button was not lit. The now familiar sensations of incipient panic rattled him, as he tried to remember whether his arm had risen, whether his finger had actually touched the button. He was not sure. A harsh grunt of frustration burst from Judson as he reached up to punch the button, or at least had set into motion what he believed to be the appropriate thoughts to initiate the action. Yet his right arm dangled unresponsively at his side. With his breathing suddenly accelerating and sweat prickling from all over his body, Judson could feel a full-blown anxiety attack triggering within him. Button! Arm! Hand! Come on! Get up and punch the button! As he internally shouted at his oblivious appendage, he knew that this was not the normal method of directing his body's actions, but realized that he had no idea what the actual mechanism was. Desperately struggling to calm himself, Judson shifted his mental attention to his left arm and hand, willing them to carry out the task deemed distasteful by the opposing extremity. This other arm was equally insubordinate, obviously having decided to join in the mutiny against him. "'What's happening to me? What is going wrong? I'm becoming unwired.' rotten connections between my brain and the rest of me. What am I going to do? I can't just stand here. Well, I guess I can, since that's what I'm doing. I can't call anyone. Why am I still staring at the elevator button? I want to be looking at my left arm. Now my eyes won't even move. Oh my god, no, please help me. Through the fog of his roiling terror, At the fringe of his peripheral vision, Judson saw the elevator doors open. They're opening. Maybe I did actually press the button. Yeah, that's it. Maybe I did. Maybe I'm just going crazy. That'd be better than this, whatever this is. Judson. Recognizing Sailor's voice, he tried to turn. Tried to speak. Nothing. My voice isn't working either. I can't speak. Judson. He heard his name shouted into his ear, grateful his hearing remained functional. The vague image moved beyond the outermost boundary of his viewing area, and he felt a firm, almost insistent grip on his shoulder. His name was being repeated and repeated again, each iteration more urgent than the last. He felt a second hand on his other shoulder. Sailor was mortified by what he saw. His best friend was before him, standing rigidly and facing the blank wall beside the elevator doors. Judson's face was an intense, worrisome red, his breathing shallow and rapid, his shirt soaked with perspiration. Firmly grasping both shoulders, Sailor torqued his friend's body around toward his. He expected Judson to move his feet in an acquiescence to the pressure, to participate in the process, and shuffle around to face him. Instead, the two feet remained planted, and Sailor's efforts were only rewarded with a corkscrewing of Judson's body. Barking out Judson's name over and over, Sailor had twisted him around to the point where he could see his face, full on. His eyes met Judson's blue eyes, which had been so familiar to him since the two men were children. What he saw caused him to become irrationally terrified. In the midst of a countenance completely engulfed by panic, anxiety, and fear, the eyes still fixed in the downward cast, formerly oriented to view the call button, were calm, serene, steady, and completely foreign.